How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 4-1 the final. Columbus defeating the Buffalo Sabres to give the Sabres their first defeat in this preseason as we welcome you here to the postgame show. Brian Colziel with you along the Buffalo Sabres radio network. Thanks for being with us. Well, a uh, poor first period for the Sabres ultimately did them in. Columbus scored twice. The game winner came there. Uh, Buffalo did get one on the board early second period from Chase Prisky, uh, but then two more in the third period for the Blue Jackets, and uh, they go on to win it by a 4-1 to one final. We will have Paul Hamilton with uh, at least a player or two we're expecting in the, uh, in the locker room with some post-game reaction. Uh, and also, we're hoping to have Don Granado's post-game comments as well here as uh, we break down and put a wrap on preseason game number three. Halfway through the preseason schedule, uh, coming up next for the Sabres, a meeting with the Pittsburgh Penguins on Saturday at Key Bank Center. That is a 1 p.m. puck drop uh, if you're looking to go and uh, check out the, uh, the Sabres there. All right, while we uh, wait for Paul, let's get some highlights in from this one. And the story of the night for me coming in was a chance to see Sabres new goaltender, Eric Comrie. So uh, that was, to me, what I was looking for early on. And, boy, early on, Eric Comrie was tested very well, uh, especially uh, early on, as he makes a couple of big saves, including this one right here, which is our save of the game. Carry it back towards the blue line. Now a breakaway chance for the Blue Jackets. Comrie with a big save and the rebound. He gets a pat in front of, and he covers it up as Meyer went in all alone on a nice feed pass up ice. That was one of three breakaways in that period. A couple of other odd man rushes. Comrie very busy facing 13 shots in the opening stanza. That one, the save of the game, it's brought to you by your upstate Honda dealers. New inventory is arriving daily. All right, so Comrie keeping Columbus off the board there, but eventually they break through with two goals in the first period. At 8.47, Emil Bergstrom gets a goal to put Columbus on the board, one to nothing. a real nice pass to set up Bergstrom for that one. No chance for Eric Comrie. And then just a little under five minutes later, uh, Kirill Marchenko getting a goal of the power play for Columbus at 13.29 on a real bullet shot that went uh, high upper corner over Comrie's shoulder. That made it 2 to nothing. Blue Jackets. That was the score after 20 minutes. Into the second we go, and Buffalo finally getting on the board. Their lone tally of the night as Jack Quinn sets up Chase Prisky. Sabres win the draw. Here's a chance. Scores! Pinching in Chase Prisky down the right side to the bottom of the circle. And he puts that one past Daniil Tarasov. And despite everything, the Sabres... 
Just down a goal now, trailing two to one. Chase Frisky set up there from Jack Quinn at 3.49 of period two. Quinn made the pass from behind the net, and Prisky charging in from the blue line area, able to put it home for a shot just inside the post. That cut the Columbus lead from 2 to nothing to 2 to 1, and that was the score after two periods of play. Into the third, more Blue Jacket goals at 7.58. Jacob Voracek, that's a name that you recognize. Uh, he, of course, will be a part of the regular lineup for the Blue Jackets. He goes five-hole on a partial breakaway just after Anders Bjork had missed an opportunity to tie things up on his own breakaway right before that. So that was a big swing, a chance for Bjork to tie the game at two. Instead, it comes back uh, very shortly afterwards with a Voracek goal on a breakaway to give Columbus a 3-1 to one lead. And then in the closing minutes at 16:36, Carson Meyer shorthanded while Buffalo was on the power play Adds to the Columbus total to make it 4-1. to one, And that ends up being your final. Blue Jackets 4, Sabres 1. All right, let's give you some stats. The shots overall in this one uh, for the Sabres. 23, 2 in the first, 9 in the second, 12 in the third. For Columbus, a total of 31. 13 in the first, 8 in the second, and 10 in the third. Power plays. Columbus only had one opportunity, 0 for 1. Sabres giving themselves four opportunities. I'm sorry, Columbus did have one chance that they scored on the power play, 1 for 1. Uh, the Sabres had four power play opportunities, 0 for 4, including giving up a short-handed goal. Face-off percentages, dead even, 50% each. The hits in favor of the Blue Jackets, 23 to 10. Your final stats brought to you by Paddock Chevrolet. They are with you for the extra mile. Well, for the Sabres, there's only one goal tonight. It came courtesy of Chase Pritzky, and uh, it was a nice setup from Jack Quinn. We'll make that our play of the game tonight. Brought to you by NOCO, uh, delivering comfort to homes and businesses since 1933. So Eric Comrie, to me, as I said, I, that was the story for me coming in to watch. Very busy in the first period. Uh, you know, Paul had said, look, that game could have been four or five goals after the first period. So I thought he pray, played pretty well. Also, this lineup for the Sabres, and this is no shot at any of the players in the lineup tonight. It was just a weaker lineup in terms of NHL players versus non-NHLers. Much more of the AHL and junior players in tonight. Um, so I think, you know, Eric Comrie obviously maybe didn't have... He didn't have any of uh, the top five or six defensemen in there tonight. You know, if you depending on who you want to put as five or six. At the, at the very least, for sure, all the top four... Uh, Darlene and Power and Samuelson and Yoki Haru uh, not in the lineup as well. Uh, so you definitely the you know the defensive core a little weaker in front of Comrie tonight. But I thought he played well. I thought the score could have been much more one-sided. Uh, Columbus had numerous breakaways and odd man rushes, and in the game he ends up facing 31 shots. So Eric Comrie tonight he's our electric player of the game. Brought to you by Town BMW for an electrifying performance. Be sure to check out Town BMW's lineup of EVs. All right, so Pittsburgh is up next on Saturday. Next week, the Sabres will have two more preseason games to close out the exhibition schedule. Uh, another home game, back-to-back home games, uh, Carolina on Tuesday at 7 o'clock. And then a week from tomorrow, Buffalo closes out the preseason schedule on the road in Pittsburgh against the Penguins. So Pittsburgh, Carolina, Pittsburgh, home, home, road. That's uh, how... 
the preseason remaining schedule goes. And then on Thursday, the 13th of October, they all count for real in the standings. The Ottawa Senators will be in town for a 7 o'clock puck drop opening night. Always good to have at home at KeyBank Center. Uh, we'll be, of course, carrying it for you. Live all 82 games right here on the Sabres Radio Network. For all of our local affiliates, we're going to say goodnight to you. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you Friday, or excuse me, we'll talk to you Saturday at 1 with the Sabres and the Penguins. And for all of you on our flagship on WGR in Buffalo, stay with us. We'll have Paul Hamilton's locker room report as he speaks with the players when we return. Columbus wins it 4-1. to one. Sabres drop to 2-1 and one in the preseason. I'm Brian Colziel. This is the Buffalo Sabres Radio Network. Sabres fall to Columbus 4-1. to Don Granado speaking live with the media. Let's go to Columbus. Young guys, lots of young guys in the game. It was a little bit of a barrage early that they had to adapt to and adjust. I thought they did a great job adjusting, adapting, uh, especially after the first period. You know, come in, you take a breather. We could look at a couple clips short, and I thought they adjusted very well uh, and, and played a much, much better game as it went. What went into that adjustment in the second period? I think they just had to find a little bit of calm. Um, you know, we did have a couple guys that rode a bus today, uh, but you know, it's it's you're it's a new experience for a lot of guys, or a lot of guys with limited experience. And you know, I think it was overwhelming initially, but they found a way to uh, um, you know work together to solve some of the pressure that was put at them. And, and we saw some, we saw lots of skill actually after that out of lots of young players. In a game like that where it is chaotic, is it nice having like some more exp- experienced defense with those two top pairs in particular, Bryson with Fitzgerald, and you had you know, Clegg with, with Prisky. Those guys have played a lot of hockey. Yeah, I thought you know those four have, have played you know um, not a ton of NHL games, but they're they're a little older and they have they have more NHL experience than uh, than obviously the young kids that we just drafted. And I thought they were fine. They were good. They were a little rattled the first first ten minutes, um, but but they were the group that made the biggest adjustment uh, to then get us to, to, to a more you know, offensive game. We, we didn't have many shots because we spent a lot of time in our own zone. As Paul referenced, Comrie was good early, uh, but then that changed quite a bit. Uh, you know, they outscored us late, but I don't think they outchanced us late. And it was good to see our young guys uh, uh, show, show a lot of skill and play with a lot of confidence as it went. Was a lot of that in the second period because you were using your speed to take the play to them? It seemed like you guys were a lot faster. We absolutely were, but it, but, but that was only a result of us being able to solve that pressure. Mm-hmm. Uh, once we did, you could see a lot more skill and a lot more speed, and you, you couldn't see any of that because we, we were dealing with the pressure in the first. Chase Prisky gets the golden night. What have you seen from him at the camp so far? Uh, you know he plays he plays the style we want to play assertive aggressive very well and um, I think he's getting better every day so uh, it's exciting to have him with us. With game four on Saturday, do you start to evaluate these games differently as you move further into the preseason schedule? Absolutely. You know, moving the first three games, we obviously have a, have a lot of young guys that we put in the lineup. Um, you know, I thought the guys that played their second game tonight uh, actually looked better. They felt better. Um, I think they would tell you that. And, you know, once the first you know, week or so, you, you're just putting guys in situations to get them through that phase. Uh, and then, as I've mentioned many times, we're going to demand a hell of a lot more uh, as we move forward. Uh, and I say that not just me. I think everybody, you know, collectively will demand more of the situation uh, as, they, as they feel better on their skates.
in the last 40 minutes, Jack Quinn kind of showed a lot of creativity in his offense and everything. What, what kind of got him rolling, do you think, and you know, got him, as I said, showing that kind of creativity offensively? You know, it's just a second game, Paul. I think it's just that simple. You could think of a lot of different things, but, you know, you don't, you don't feel good you know, after a summer until you get into combat and, and battle. And, uh, you know, he fought through in Washington and, and didn't quite look like himself. There were, there were glimpses, and obviously uh, the glimpses tonight were, were a, lot, uh, a lot more, especially, again, after that first period. You could, you could see lots and lots uh, of uh, significant plays. Obviously, he set up the goal uh, that was very impressive to Prisky, and, and uh, you know, he's, he's getting to his game. Hey, there is Sabres head coach Don Granato after tonight's preseason game in Columbus in which the Sabres fell by a score of 4-1. to one. No injuries there that Don Granato let us know about, so that is good news. The injury report brought to you by Losey and Ganji, Buffalo's workers' compensation and personal injury attorneys working hard for hardworking Western New Yorkers. 4-1 Columbus, let's get reaction from the room as Paul Hamilton met up with Sabre new goaltender Eric Comrie. First five chances were grade eight chances. It got you right in the game, didn't it? Yeah, it was uh, a couple of good shots, really. Um, just about weathering the storm. You know they're going to come out hard and fast. And uh, for myself, I just trying to weather the storm as long as I could. As a goalie, what's that first preseason game like? It's just getting your feet underneath you again. Getting used to the pace, getting used to everything. And uh, I know for myself, every year it takes me like one or two games to get into it. And it was good to get back out there and a lot of fun to play that game. Did you have a few nerves considering it was your first game in Buff with Buffalo? 100%. I mean, anytime it's, I mean, I'm going to be honest, I have nerves every game. because I, you know, I have nerves because I love the game and I want to be good every single game. So, uh, But especially you want to make a good first impression in your first game with a new team. And uh, it was a lot of fun. These guys battled really hard tonight and they deserve better. I thought they worked really hard tonight. Yeah, there was a difference between the first and the second. It looked like you guys got a lot faster and were able to create some chances where in the first where maybe it didn't seem like they were right with it right away. No, for sure. I think we got the, the bus legs out of us after the long bus ride. And... Just for ourselves, just getting our feet underneath us. I thought we played really good from the first period. After the first period and on, we played a good second, a good third. and I thought we played really well. I mean, pushed in the third to try and get some chances, and uh, they scored on two breakaways, and you know, was what it was. These early preseason games can be pretty chaotic. As a, like, as a goalie, how do you evaluate a game like this? You know, how did you evaluate it? Um, same way you evaluate any game, I think. You just got to look at how, where your fundamentals are right. Where your, was your positioning good? Were you moving well? Were you seeing pucks? And... That's what I'm going to look after. We go probably watch some bail, uh, video with Bales and uh, go from there. See how it is. But did the second goal hit a defenseman's stick? It looked, it looked to me like it might have. I don't. I don't think so. Maybe. I don't know. I don't think so. I think he just uh, one of those preseason shots where I, last one went tick tick tick, and you get used to sometimes you get used to overplaying something in summer and just about getting used to playing the game again and getting back to back out there. How many games would you like to get in the preseason to get yourself ready for a season? It doesn't matter to me. I'll do whatever the coach tells me to do. It's uh, my job to be ready whenever I'm called upon, and that's what I'll be doing. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Eric Comrie in the post game. Brian, back to you. Okay, Paul, there's new goaltender Eric Comrie. He and uh, I think Craig Anderson will be the uh, the two goalies in Buffalo. I think Uka Pekalukinen will start the year in Rochester. But, you know, we were talking with Marty Baran last night at Key Bank Center during the intermission. He thinks that um, – Lukanen will get games uh, in Buffalo. He says he's going to get a lot of games between Rochester and Buffalo, but he thinks Lukanen will play double-digit games in Buffalo this year. Planned call-ups to get him NHL action. Um, he said Craig Anderson could play you know, in the 20s to maybe 30 games, and then all the rest would be for Eric Comrie. 
All right, let's hear from one of the forwards now. Linus Weisbeck played last night and tonight, so two in a row for him with that travel in between. Let's hear from Weisbeck now with Paul Hamilton. I thought despite uh, the travel and everything you had to go through, you played two games and two nights. I thought you had some jump. You had some pretty good chances uh, yourself. I uh, had some pretty good opportunities that game. How would you feel out there? Yeah, like you said, obviously it was a quick turnaround, but, uh, you know, that's how it is in hockey, and uh, you just got to get ready for the season, so. Uh, you know, I thought uh, it was an okay game, but definitely, uh, you know, not happy with, with the loss. But uh, I think we can, uh, you know, build from this from sure. Second period, looks like you guys use your speed to create some chances. As you looked at it, what was the biggest difference between the first and second periods? I think we, uh, we calmed down a little bit as a group. I think our line kind of uh, took a step back and kind of slowed the game down a little bit and, and uh, you know, used our skill and, and our, our poise with the puck to make some plays. And I thought we had, you know, we created some good chances in the second, but uh, unfortunately we couldn't score. But, you know, as long as you create those chances, I think it's going to go in at some point. Is that one of those things at the first period where you guys kind of self-correct or does the coach come in and, and, and get, you know, say things? Or what, what was it at the first that kind of got you guys rolling? Yeah, I think we talked as a group. And then obviously Donnie came with some, some key points from, uh, from their team and what their tendencies was after the first. And we kind of corrected ourselves after that. And, uh, you know, we... Uh, we got a lot better in the second for sure. How have you felt your preseason and, and training camp have gone so far? Uh, I feel really good. I think, uh, you know, um, like you said, it's preseason, but you still want to, you know, get in shape as fast as you can and kind of, you know, get ready for the actual season. Uh, so I think that's been my goal, just to push for that. And, and I think it's been uh, it's been fun and good so far. With the season you had last year and the minors now coming in with a pretty good camp, do you think you're showing that, hey, you can be counted on if they're going to need you throughout the season up here? Yeah, for sure. I think that's my goal, and you know that's been, I guess, my message. Uh, it's just, you know, I want to prove that I can be a guy that they can lean on and, and count on if they need help in any position, in any any play or any game. So, I hope uh, you know they've seen that so far, and I'm just gonna continue to push for that. Thanks a lot for time. Appreciate it. Thank you. Linus Weisbach on the pregame, or right, the postgame rather, Brian. Back to you. All right. Yes, game is over. Postgame. Thank you, Paul. Good interviews there with Eric Comrie and Linus Weisbach. Four-one Columbus. Uh, Sabres will next play Saturday at home against Pittsburgh. But before we say goodnight, we're going to go back live to Columbus now, get a couple of final thoughts in from Paul Hamilton. And, uh, Paul, thanks for joining us. Let's start with Eric Comrie. Uh, a busy night for him. Faces over 30 shots. Uh, ultimately, what did you think of his first performance in a Sabre uniform? Loved him in the first period. I mean, what, what would you say? Five, six glorious scoring opportunities to start with. And he's up to the task and, you know, breakaways, two-on-ones, the whole thing. And he, he made some great saves and really made it so the Sabres could come back in the second period and uh, make it a hockey game. And, uh, you know, they you know they had some travel problems. You could tell they had dead legs to start, but they, they made some corrections. They kicked it in. And the thing that impressed me is they used their speed in the second period. We talked about that in the second period. And really, I thought, use that speed to create some good scoring chances. And actually, I thought, take the play to the Blue Jackets with that speed. So, you know, it didn't work out in the third period. They, they, they were trying to get that tying goal and gave up a couple of outnumbers and uh, wound up in their net, and they kind of got it going away. But uh, overall, I just thought that, uh, you know, that second period was a good comeback period for them and something they can learn from as they move forward. Paul, you asked Don Granato about Jack Quinn. Uh, he had the nice pass to set up Prisky for the goal. Um, is there any way that Quinn is not starting the season uh, with in the NHL in your mind? 
I wouldn't say anyway, but I really thought he was Buffalo's best player. And you heard Don talk about it. You know, he kind of had to ramp up. You got to remember when you have your first game in five months, that's what he had in Washington. Wasn't a good first period for him or anybody else other than the goaltender. And then in the second period, I thought he really turned it on and was very creative in what he was doing, I thought. You know, created some good chances. Missed on that one-timer on the power play. Well, you're not going to see that very often. Paterka had a wide-open play in one circle and missed it. And then Quinn had a wide-open play in the other circle and missed it. And that, that's what you're going for on the power play. They got two great – I mean, you get two great-A scoring opportunities like that from those two. You're, you're going to score more than you're not. And, they, you know, again, you're at the beginning of the year. They don't quite have their shot down or whatever. But I was very impressed with Jack Quinn in the last two periods. I, 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 it just struck me that the creativity that he had to be able to set up goals, and uh, he didn't score any goals. But, again, if you're going to say who was Buffalo's best player uh, other than the goaltender, I thought it was definitely Jack Quinn. Paul, last thing for you here. The Sabres now playing on Saturday. That's their next game. Uh, do you know of timelines, or do you, do we expect some roster movements like uh, before Saturday's game, or what do you foresee next on the on the schedule in terms of breaking down this final roster? I think so, and, and the reason why I say that is because I, I look at it that uh, you know John Granado said he probably won't start setting lines till like October first. Well, we're rolling right into October first there, so if it's not before that game, I think it would be right after. Okay. Paul, great job tonight. Thank you, as always. Have a safe trip back, and I'll see you Saturday at KeyBank Center. Okay, sounds good. Okay, great. Paul Hamilton, live in Columbus, where the Blue Jackets beat the Sabres 4-1, to Buffalo having their first loss of the exhibition schedule. So now 2-1 and overall, three games left. The uh, first of those three, Saturday, 1 o'clock, against the Pittsburgh Penguins. I'll be with you for pregame at noon uh, from the press box in downtown Buffalo. And with that, we want to thank everybody for listening tonight. We're going to put a wrap on our Sabres postgame show. Big thanks to our network producer, TJ Luckman, in our Amherst studios. Thank you, TJ. Paul Hamilton, of course, our reporter out in Columbus. Our pregame show host, Chopin the Bulldog. Our engineer, Tom Matty. And our game announcers, Dan Dunleavy and Rob Ray. My name is Brian Colziel. Again, the final, Columbus 4, Buffalo 1. We'll talk to you Saturday from downtown with the Sabres and the Penguins. Preseason continues then right here on the Buffalo Sabres Radio Network. Good night, everyone.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.